entrepreneur so I'm born that brew. You are now listening to the Entrepreneur Podcast with your host, Adam McChesney. Let's grow! Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Adam McChesney, and I want to thank you for being here today. If you're listening, please be sure to subscribe to the show and leave us a five-star review on Apple and Spotify. We would love for you to share this on social media by tagging me and our guests, and this way we can get this incredible content out to more people. Today, I'm joined by someone I just got the chance to meet over Zoom last week through a mutual connection. I knew a little bit about her, but really had the chance to get to know more about her last week, and I'm excited to have her on the episode. It made all the sense in the world to have her as a guest. We know a lot of the same people hang, a lot, hang out on a lot of the same networks online, so I'm excited to bring her on and learn more about her and her journey. Today's guest is Lisa Small. Lisa is the founder of Habitual Growth. Lisa, welcome to the show. Adam, thank you for having me today. So super excited. I know we had a chance to chat last week and I love not only your story, but a lot of the things you have going on, which I know is very impactful and and you're really passionate about. So I'm excited for today's episode, but if you wouldn't mind just kind of giving the audience a little bit of background on who you are, kind of what got you to where you're at today and some of the things that you're working on. Yeah, absolutely. Um, as you mentioned, um, I founded Habitual Growth about 18 months ago, and that was kind of the epicenter of a long journey um, to get there. So my background is primarily in corporate uh, medical device, pharmaceutical research, um, and over a number of years, actually probably more like a decade plus now, but <laughs> we don't need to talk about that. Um I had the opportunity to lead a number of individuals and teams and so took a lot of the lessons that I learned in terms of how to get people to build momentum, um, to work towards basically their ideal state of being, um, delivering the best version of themselves, um, and put it all into what now is habitual growth the entire process. And so I'm super excited um, to be sharing with the world Um, What we do and what we're about, our mission is to grow 5 million lives by 2027, um, and we're well on our way. So again, thanks for having me. Yeah, no, I... I love that. And, and when you're talking about the impact that you guys are obviously looking to have in some of the things, who are some of the people that if you're like, hey, if I could just help these 10 people, like these are some of the characteristics that they have, what does that typically look like? Um. I think that's one of the great things actually about what we're doing is there, there isn't a cookie cutter Mm. um, book, if you will. Um, What I would say some of the underlying characteristics is someone that just wants more. Mm. Um, They're, they're feeling a little lost, but they know deep down, like there's gotta be something else out there for me. And they just aren't sure where to start or who to connect with to have, you know, have that group that holds them accountable or even the resources or understanding of how to progress, you know, in their own life, really in the direction that they want. And so um, obviously there's a level of commitment. So that's the second part of it. You know, someone that's wants change and is ready to go. Um, I would say it's not an end all be all. We have a lot of people that come and they want change and it takes a few starts and that's okay. And that's why, um, the habitual growth process is so awesome is because it meets people where they are mm. and creates a, a opportunity for self-awareness of reality. Like, what do I look like today? 
And then what am I willing to do to move forward day after day after day in the direction that I ultimately want to go? Mm. I, I love that you mentioned, you know, meeting where people meeting people where they're at and then not having that like cookie cutter approach, because I think that's where most people go wrong is that they feel like, <laughs> when, hey, when I'm going to, you know, commit when I'm going to do those things, I don't want to be put in this little sandbox and said, hey, you have to be in here. And, and I am on a completely different wavelength than what I'm actually signing up for. Right. What are some right. of the, the the services or the platforms or things like that, that that you guys offer in some of the the deliverables and things like that on how people can, you know, obviously take advantage of what you guys are doing? Right. Um, so I talk about the process because that's that's ultimately what it is. It's a process of behavioral change and building confidence to ultimately become a high performer in, in your own life or with your own team. Um, that being said, we have a mobile app, um, that's available, you know, on Google play store and in the Apple store, that's the central tool. Um, and so for individuals that are ready to take charge and start that journey with us, um, you know, they can find us on all the social media platforms. Um, we're on LinkedIn, um, they can contact us directly um, through our website link um, for contact and and just get extra help if they're looking for, hey, I needed some accountability group and I don't know where to turn. Like, we're here to be that resource. Or I have questions about setting my goals so I make sure that I'm, you know, moving my development ultimately in the direction I want to go. We're here to help with that, too. And so um, we're really open to sharing the process using the app as the primary source of um, tracking progress and keeping that individual accountability along the way. Mm, the accountability is huge. <laughs> so important. <laughs> yeah. It's so important. And I think it's one of the things, sorry, didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, I think it's one of the things right now, just with over the last couple of years where I feel like people have maybe not invested in themselves as much as they should have or have kind of gone through a variety of different changes. Um, you know, the economy is obviously bridging a lot of those um, businesses that they might be shifting from business to business. They're going back and working for somebody else or going out on their own. And a lot of people are looking for that accountability piece. So just saying kudos to you for having that kind of be the for the focus and forefront of what you guys are doing. Yeah. Yeah. I think accountability at the end of the day is absolutely essential. I mean, the individual, you have to be accountable to yourself and you get there through a lot of times accountability with a group or a community of people that are like-minded um, I will caveat that a lot of people have good intention mm. uh, and effort and the element of the habitual growth process that creates awareness is really, we feel like we're doing a lot of things and a lot of work. And, you know, it's like, I'm working really hard at my job. And then when you start to peel back the layers and go, what am I actually really doing? It's like, wow, I, I really only worked 10 hours this week yeah. on anything that was meaningful. And so mm. that's the other part of it is what is the reality of where you're at? And then what kind of roadmap can you put together that you can be accountable to, right? And then also allows you the visibility to see your progress and momentum building over time because that ultimately builds confidence and it engages other people. So as people get their wins or people see what they're doing. It's like, Hey, what are you doing? And then that, that in turn also raises self-confidence for people because they now have external recognition 
that what they're doing is changing them and changing the track that they're on. Mm, I love that. Love that. And and just kind of getting into your you know entrepreneurial journey and, and some things that you've seen over the last couple of years in terms of what has made you successful, obviously getting you to this point. If you had to pinpoint maybe three things, three ingredients, as we like to call them, that have made you successful, what would those three things be? Um, my number one, as I say, I'm too stubborn to quit. Um, also known as <laughs> resilience. Um, I, I literally will spend time, especially when I'm going through a rough patch, whether, I mean, I've been through several corporate job layoffs, um, going through a divorce or whatever that might be, is I literally envision myself as like, you know, one of those punching bags that has water at the bottom of it that mm. <laughs> you hit down and it pops back up. And um, that's that's really important. And so, you know, whether it's myself or other people that I'm talking about, if you don't get back up, you're never going to make it. So mm. um, that one for sure. Um, the other one that kind of piggybacks off that is um, I've never been afraid to learn. Um, and so no matter where I'm dropped <laughs> in life and in situations, um, I go in with openness to learning. So a lot of people say lifelong learning, and I think that's great. I also think there's the 2.0 version of it. That's I'm not afraid to admit what I don't know and to learn from the place that I'm at in that moment. Um, and then I think the last one is, man, I like to laugh. <laughs> so, you know, just showing up and uh, life sucks sometimes. It really does. And if you can come to the table with the most positive attitude, it's infectious and people see it and it changes the dynamic of any conversation or any meeting or interaction that you're had. And I would say that would be my third ingredient because people have pointed it out. Hey, you're, you're here and you're smiling. And um, so you put those three things together and um, yeah, I, th I think it's quite a toolkit for success. I, I think it definitely is. And I also think it's, I think it's definitely a toolkit for success within what you're doing with habitual growth as well. So when I ask those questions, I always I always kind of connect the dots of like, hey, are these key ingredients what's also serving their passion and their purpose of what they're doing right now? And, yeah. and it definitely there is definitely synergy between what you've done, um, which which I love. Um, so kind of doing a quick transition in terms of talking about the entire journey, right? So we just talked about a little bit about habitual growth and kind of the history uh, as well as what what it's able to do and then some key ingredients for success. But talk to us about your entrepreneurial journey and some of the ups and downs, some of the, the highest of the highs and lowest of lows you've had to experience thus far. Yeah, I, I think I know being an entrepreneur is not for the faint of heart. And um, I was really lucky growing up. My dad was an entrepreneur. He owned his own business. Um, so I kind of went in eyes wide open. Like I know it's not all sunshine and roses and <laughs> all the things that we <laughs> see on social media. Mm -hmm. um, that being said, it's different when you see it versus when you live it. Mm -hmm. And um, I, I basically say it's similar to being a teenage kid. So <laughs> you can have every emotion under the sun and be completely elated at one point in the day. And then then you know, an hour later, you just want to crawl in your bed and cry because you're in a black hole that you're not sure how you get out of. Um, and, and the, the risk that goes along with it, I think that's underestimated. And that's something that I've really had to 
come to an understanding or an acceptability of, um, whether it's financial, it's relationships, um, whatever physical um, risk sometimes, depending on, on what you're doing. Um, so I think that's just, that's been a huge part of the journey is, you know, like with habitual growth, we're completely bootstrapped, um, walked away from my corporate job, you know, like a lot of people do. And yeah, just the, the magnitude of emotions that come is just incredible. Like mm-hmm. you're so passionate, you're so happy. You want to share it with everybody. And then, Wow, I think we're gonna close our doors tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty brutal. <laughs> it's a it's a roller coaster, and as as you mentioned, it's not for the faint of heart. Um, especially in today's age, you know, people make it seem like it's all you know sunshine and rainbows, and everything is good to go, and there's there's no lows, right? It's only the highs. What would what would you say like was the hardest thing when you left that, you know, security, you left all of that stuff to really go take a, a bet and uh and make this happen? What was what was the hardest part there? Learning patience, actually. Um in in the narrative in my head, it was like, yeah, I, I got to make this leap and I'm making it because I'm sure it's going to happen tomorrow and um yeah. Here I am 18 months later and I'm like, I'm sure it's going to happen tomorrow, you know, this big whatever. And um, that's not to say it can't, you know, there's plenty of entrepreneurs that it happens to, um, but that patience and faith that small growth ultimately gets you to where you're going just the same as sometimes overnight does. And the patience that you have teaches you the most along the way. Mm -hmm. So yeah, yeah, I think that's that's been the biggest one <laughs> for me and hardest. I, I'm you know like most people, I want instant gratification. <laughs> I want the work I do today to be visible tomorrow. And um, yeah, that's it's really the case. <laughs> yeah, we, I mean, we we live in a world of instant gratification. We all we all want it. Yeah. You know, we know it's not always possible, and and usually it's not. It's it's that brick by brick. It's it's all right. What can I do today to put myself in a better position than where I was at yesterday? But it's it's tough. As, yeah. as entrepreneurs, as, as visionaries, as people that are always trying to level up, it's, it's not always the easiest thing to take a step back and realize how far you've came in the journey versus where you know you still need to go, which is a <laughs> continuous journey. Because I always tell people, I'm like, hey, anytime I think I have this milestone where I'm like, once I get here, everything's going to be solved, you get there and you're like, all right, that's what this was like. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and I think it inherently maybe, or I don't know, maybe we learn it over time, but most entrepreneurs that I have met, they get there Mm. and it's like, but what's next? Like I still have more in the tank and, um, yeah, I, I love that. And it's also a curse. Yeah. We're all (laughs) wired the same way. It's like we, we didn't get in business for ourselves or become an entrepreneur because we just wanted to get here. We did it because we always want to get to the next level. It doesn't matter where that level's at. We're always looking for that next thing. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> so I always love to ask this question, but if if you were to give an entrepreneur, regardless if they're just getting started or they've been doing this for a while, a a lesson that you would share with them that would save them years worth of mistakes, what would that one lesson be? Um I'll sum it up as probably like be humble, which seems silly. Um, but it, it comes from the, the self-awareness aspect because I've, I've stumbled on this a lot of times, you know, like you and I just talked about where 
most entrepreneurs are very driven. Um, a lot of times, you know, cash flow is, is small for a period of time and you're just trying to do everything on your own mm. and you have this big vision and dream. Like, I know I'm going to get there if I just do this, 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 and this. Um, and one of the things that I had to learn along with being patient was being humble and saying like, I don't need to do this. Mm. Like, I know I want to because I care about my business and I want to have that control over it. And it will take me 10 times longer to learn this or to implement this or to do this. And I have to be okay to say I need some help here. Hmm. Um, and so, I mean, obviously myself coming from medical device is completely different from the world that I'm now living in. And so that's been a hard lesson because I want to learn and I want to do all the things that habitual growth needs. And there's a lot of people that can do certain elements of it way better than I can. Mm. yeah no it's a phenomenal lesson and I, and I think it it obviously ties into the ego play of thinking that nobody can do it better than us nobody can do it quicker faster stronger and uh, we have to definitely put that ego aside be humble in and know our strengths and weaknesses and and really just help other people fill in the gaps on what we can't do or, or we don't like to do as well. There's a lot of things that I might be able to do better than somebody else, but I hate right. doing it. So why would I, why would I spend time <laughs> doing it? That's exactly right. And it, and it even is, yes, there's the ego component of it. Like, yes, we want to do it. And then there's like the, the control piece of it too, mm -hmm. that I think entrepreneurs really harbor, control. which is mine and I want to do it. And, um, yeah, it's just, and, and it is, it's an art too, right? So as you grow with your business and you evolve in your own development journey, you learn those faster, those Leo lessons faster of where you should step back or where you should dig in. And it doesn't mean that you can't learn that skill and you can't develop in a lot of different ways. It just means you don't always have to be the subject matter expert in all of them. Yeah. Oh, uh, that's, uh, it hits home because I, in, in multiple companies that I've been, I've been a part of, uh, that I've, that I've owned a piece in at any point where there's been a massive bottleneck, especially in our marketing company, it's because I've been still having my hands in or owning that specific department. And then when I bring somebody in that just focuses on that. And then I remove myself. It's like, okay, why did everything get so much better? It's not because <laughs> I was doing anything wrong per se, but it was more so that it, like I wasn't allowing that department to grow or that service to grow like it could have when there's a hundred percent focus and there's dedication and there's understanding and people are actually doing what they're supposed to be doing. Right. Absolutely. Yep. <laughs> So, so we also like to kind of talk about like in, in the beer brewing process, the distribution of beer. So that's taking it to market and selling it once you've got a beer that you're now ready to tell people about and have people buy. Talk to us a little bit about the future of habitual growth. Some of the things you guys have going on. I know you touched on some of that, but what are you most excited about and uh, what can you fill the listeners in on? How much time do you have? Yeah, well, how much time <laughs> do you need? <laughs> um, yeah, uh, we're we're super excited and we are moving very quickly. That's one of the fantastic things about being, you know, a small business. Mm. Um, but we we launched um, as an individual platform, you know, with the mobile application. And as soon as that hit, you know, the commercial market, we 
immediately began development of the next arms of that app. And so um, the rollout that will be coming in the next two months um, will be able to allow users to create teams and groups um, for that mutual accountability um, and really the visibility of how a group or team is growing together. I think that's really important because you know, whether you're an entrepreneur or you're just an individual on your personal development journey or you're part of a large organization, when you only see your stuff, it can feel really lonely. Mm-hmm. And then you add in and it's like, oh, okay, they're working on this or whatever. And so it also creates conversation and um, connection among people. And that's one of, you know, really our core values is creating that community network for people um, within the habitual growth process. Mm. Uh, so I'm super excited about that. And we are actively um, in conversation with a number of organization and businesses um, to get that rolled out um, as soon as it's live. And beyond that, um, we've got a number of different verticals um, really, you know, that speak to our mission of making an impact. So we've identified core markets um, that we will be building specific features into the apps to allow targeted groups of people mm-hmm. to maximize development in a specific area that they're looking for. Awesome. I love that. I love that. Well, I'm really excited to continue watching the journey and seeing everything take off. Where can people stay connected with both you and learn more about habitual growth? We'll put that all in the show notes. Yeah, for sure. Um, Obviously the best thing to do is to hit the app store, download the app. Um, It's a 30 day free trial for users that are new to habitual growth um, so that they can go in. It allows them time to set everything up, ask questions and um, really get a good foundation started. Um, Our website is, you know, habitualgrowth.com. That's a great way. You know, you can contact us through the links there. Otherwise, social media is also a great way to um, connect with us. We're on Instagram, uh, Facebook and LinkedIn. So, our team is behind the scenes and if you reach out to us, we'll respond. We're pretty quick. Um, so yeah, we encourage people to download, ask questions. Um, if you don't ask questions, you're, you don't know where you're headed. So love it. Well, I'm really excited to get this episode launched. I know a lot of people are going to get value from it. I know people will definitely take a look at the app as well. (laughs) For those listening, you need to get in contact with Lisa and her team. You need to download the app. You need to see what you're missing out on, and you need to see what can help you get to that next level. So, Lisa, thank you so much for coming on. I know you're busy. I really appreciate your time. Thank you, Adam. It's been a pleasure. And I want to thank you again to the audience today. Uh, As always, continue to tune in. Please be sure to subscribe, download, and share our content. Leaving a five-star review goes a long way. We'll see you all next week. And remember, entrepreneurs aren't born, they are brewed. I'm an entrepreneur. Entrepreneurs aren't born, they're brewed. Thank you for listening to Entrepreneur Podcast with your host, Adam McChesney. 